0: You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. Thank you, Brother Coburnett. I go way back with the Coburnets. As he's already mentioned, we were there for for, uh, we knew the Coburnets back 40 years ago, straight out of Bible college and. uh, Caleb and Jennifer, I'm going to ask you, if you would, please, if you would come to the front, I want to be able to look at you, my charges to you specifically, oh, and so you sit down right in the front row, if you would, please. <laughs> so many things I'd like to say in way of introduction, but I know we're on a time schedule here tonight, of course, and uh, we had a great two 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 and a half years with uh, Jennifer and Caleb, of course, and uh, I've been pastoring for 35 years. So I've had eight different pastors or assistant pastors. They figured out in a very short period of time that if I could do it, that they could do it. And so they've moved on down the road, of course. And, and, uh, and uh, the truth be told, we've had eight or nine uh, ordination services. We were going to look forward to doing this ourselves here. But, of course, God had other plans. But I'm just humbled and honored that I get to be a part of this, this night tonight, of course. So I wanted to take your Bibles and encourage you to turn to Joshua chapter 2, if you would, please. Joshua chapter, excuse me, Joshua chapter 1. Joshua, or Caleb, we, we love you for sure, and we're, we're glad to be a part of this tonight here. Take your Bibles and turn to Joshua 1, verses 1 through 5. I'd like to read in way of introduction to the message tonight. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that Moses, or the, the, the Lord, spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give unto them, uh, even to the children of Israel, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness of this Lebanon, even unto the great river, river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast." There shall be no man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, notice, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Seventy-three times in the Word of God, Caleb, the Bible tells us, he speaks about a man of God. And Caleb, I want to say that you are a man of God. And uh, I love you and I'm proud of you, of course. And you know God has great things for you, of course. And uh, uh, I want to give you seven seven s's to spiritual leadership this evening here from the life of joshua especially notice verse number one if we would if we begin tonight here now after the death of moses the servant of the lord it came to pass that the lord spake unto joshua notice the lord spake unto joshua the son of nun moses his minister saying i want you to notice first of all caleb like joshua like yourself as well that you've been selected by god Amen. what an honor to be selected by god and uh God chose, if we go back to Numbers, we would see that God chose Joshua to be in the service of the Lord, chose him to follow after Moses, of course. We read about that in verse 1 here, of course. And, and uh, salvation is whosoever will may come. But as far as service goes, we could read about Jeremiah, we could read about Paul, we could read about others that were handpicked and chosen by God to serve him. And uh, Joshua, John chapter 15 and verse number 16 says, uh, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, and uh, that, you, that service is of the Lord He, he cho- chooses us, and I have words of encouragement from you f- with, for you in regards to this selected by God in regards to First Corinthians chapter one, the Bible says there in verse number twenty 26. In fact, let me read verse 25, as a matter of fact. But God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men, for ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise after the flesh, not many no- mighty, not many noble are called. I've had many conversations with Caleb, of course, over the last few years here, across the two years he were with us, of course, and Caleb doesn't think he's anybody special, of course. That's a good thing. I'm glad that he realizes that... Uh, His gifts and talents are from the Lord, of course, and that God chose him, of course. He says, not many wise are called, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of this world to confound the things which are mighty. The base things of this world and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught, to bring to nothing things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. True servants of God, true pastors, true ministers of the Lord do not seek, self-seeking to serve the Lord. They, they, the, the, the call comes from God himself. A.W. Tozier said these words, a true and safe leader is likely to be one that has no desire to lead, but is forced into a position by inward pressure of the Holy Ghost and the press of circumstances. There was hardly a great leader from Paul to the present day but was drafted by the Holy Spirit for the task and commissioned by the Lord to, fulfill, to fill a position he had little heart for. The man who is ambitious is, uh, to lead is a disqualified leader. The, the true leader will have no desire to lord over God's heritage, but will, but will be humble, gentle, self-sacrificing, and altogether ready to follow when the Spirit chooses another to lead. Jeremiah said, and seek not great things for thyself, seek them not. Caleb, you didn't choose this of your own doing, your own vol- volition uh, as such. You desired an office of a bishop, but God, you were selected by God, of course. And Caleb, your chosen vessel, as Paul was in Acts chapter 9 and verse number 15, what an honor to be chosen, chosen of God. I think of the words of uh, Charles Spurgeon, the great preacher of the last century, of course. He said, and so he said to his men he said his pastor's college he said don't stoop to be a uh the king of england when you can be a preacher of the gospel of course and so you've been selected by god Caleb and first asked of spiritual leadership thank you for that and uh, but then secondly i want you to notice first number 2 back in our text here it says Moses, my minister, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto uh, the land which I do give them, even, uh, even to the children of Israel. And we see Moses, uh, Joshua is the minister of Moses in verse number one, of course. And I want you to know that, secondly, not only have you been selected by God, Caleb, but you're, you're, you're to be a servant, a second S, to be a servant of others. And Moses was a servant, and not, he's the meekest man in all the earth. He's so uh, he's faithful in all his house, the Bible says. God's leaders are, first of all, servants before they're anything. And Mark chapter 10, verse 44 says, And whosoever will be chiefest among you, Jesus said, let him be servant of all. I never forget, you know, remember a lot of things in college, especially when it was 45 years ago in my case, but I remember my baccalaureate service with the, David Earnhardt, not Dale Earnhardt, but David Earnhardt. I don't know if you know, you know that name, but uh, Dale, David Earnhardt. I think he's in heaven now. He might be alive. It's on California. I don't know. I have to ask you if you know Brother Earnhardt. <laughs> okay. Well, anyhow, he, he said at our service, and he was ready to commission us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. We, The college I went to was geared to... Trained servants to go over in all the world and all, all across the world and preach the gospel to every creature, and we felt we were soldiers for Christ. And he said, fellows, remember, if you just aspire to lead, not remember, not many are willing to be led. But if you aspire to be a servant, you'll never run out of work." Yeah. And I want to encourage you, Caleb. The the Lord's work is just that—it's it's work. It's uh it's nitty gritty. Get your hands sturdy and so forth. In God's army no one has the right to lead who doesn't want to first serve and work. In this world, certain things are beneath the so-called quality leader, and uh, God's called us to be servants and uh, others. Uh, I have this particular story. We're not pedo-baptists. I don't know if you've heard that term, but uh, once upon a time, many years ago now, I was in the presence of a Fellow of another persuasion, another f- f- uh, flavor, maybe you know where I'm going with already. And this pastor got down and he's been a missionary on the foreign field for many years now. And he, he asked me if he could do something. He didn't tell me what, I wanted to, what he was going to do for me. And he, he said, Would you take your shoes off? And I, I said, Okay. I thought that was kind of weird, but I took my shoes off. He said, Now take your socks off. And I didn't know, I honestly didn't know what was coming. And he, in a one on one service, he humbly washed my feet. I never forgot that. I was humiliated, my feet probably stunk, and uh, at the same time I was just so humiliated that he would very gently with his towel would, 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 would wash my feet. And the Bible says in John chapter 15, of course, verse 13, it's not an ordinance, by the way, but it is, uh, the Bible says, uh, I've given you an example that you should do as I have done unto you. Caleb, be a servant. Amen. You may not ever be a great preacher, of the uh, great expositor of the word of God, but you can be a servant. You can be, uh, you, you, you know that you've been selected, hand chosen by God, but thirdly, I want you to consider this third S of spiritual leadership and that is be submissive to authority. Again, in verse one of our text, we need not read there, there again, but we know that jo- Joshua of course served Moses for over 40 years, a long time, season of testing. Be submissive to authority. And uh, don't be self-willed, of course, and don't be, uh, and I know you're not, don't look to uh, 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 have self-congratulation or anything like that. Decide that you're going to serve the Lord with uh, humility and serve your pastor, of course, and serve this staff and serve these people here. And be submissive, be an Aaron and her to your uh, Pastor Kobanad, of course, your brother-in-law. Some people choose to serve because they... And some people they want a pastor, and you 're not one of these people, but some people want a pastor because they can 't follow they can 't submit to any other authority in their life you don 't want to be a pastor like that in fact, you want to run from uh, pastors that are uh, have to pastor because uh, they need to lead it 's paramount that they lead no God Lord said whosoever be great among you going to be servant of all of course and so Be submissive to authority, Caleb, and I know that you are. I know we've had the conversation before. I remember that I asked you a question whether you've ever felt that you would ever pastor a church. And at that time it was, no, I think I just always want to be a second man. That may change someday. Lord only knows. But right now, God's called you to be submissive to uh, authority. And so, Caleb, you've been selected by God. You've been, you're called to be a servant of others. You're called to be submissive to authority. But then fourthly, in the life of Joshua, and I believe it's the same with with uh, you as well. If you glance back, it's on the same page of my Bible, chapter 34 of Deuteronomy. It's the previous chapter, of course, in verse number nine it is. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for, for Moses had laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and did as the Lord commanded Moses. And Caleb, God's called us to be as a servant, servant leader. He's called us to be spirit-filled. Amen. And that's something the Bible says. But be, be not drunk with wine, where it's in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Of course, it's a, it's a, it's a command to be filled on a regular basis. To we, we can lose that feeling. We can never lose the ceiling, of course, and you know that. We can never lose the indwelling of the Spirit, but we can lose the the, the filling, and we need to ask God every day to fill us. In Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, we read about God called deacons, of course, and they were men full of the Holy Ghost and of good report. And uh, God's called you to be spirit-filled in your service for the Lord. You, know, you can't do this work long if you don't stay uh, close to the Word of God and close to and have the Spirit of God working your heart and life and, and uh, uh, in, in, in every, every, every way, of course. But then verse number 3 the Bible says, every place of the sole of your foot, that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given you, as I said unto Moses. And of course, this is a commission for Joshua going into the land, of course. And I would say to you, the fourth or the fifth uh, S, Caleb, that I want to encourage you about is be singular in your purpose. Know that God's called you like Josh, Joshua is called to take the land. And he was told four times in this chapter. Chapter 1 is so familiar to most of us here. And four times he was said to be strong and of good courage. And he says, uh, and, and do it. Take that land. I, I'm going to be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you, of course. And so be, be singular in your purpose. And uh, the Bible says, one thing I a desire to the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, that I may behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Philippians three 4, 13 and fourteen, the Bible says, Brethren, I count on myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do: forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth on those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus." Yeah. Caleb, be singular in purpose. Understand that your goal and your desire is to build the kingdom through this local New Testament church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The Bible tells us, and so, so uh, be singular in purpose. Know that you're part of the greatest work in. Uh, and of all eternity, the work of the the, the Church of the Lord, the, the Church of the Living God, of course. And then sixthly, Caleb, and I see this throughout the the life study of Joshua in in the Pentateuch here, of course, in the book of Joshua itself, of course, as he's now 80 years of age when he goes into the Promised Land, and he's going to uh, serve for uh, 115 years, uh, for 35 years, he's going to live on in in the Promised Land, of course. But Caleb, I want to remind you that there's going to be seasons of testing and adversity in your life. As part of the ministry, David said, it was good for me that I have been afflicted. Moses was, as many of you know, he spent uh, 40 years of his life thinking he was everything. Spent the next 40 years of his life figuring out he was nothing and then figured out the last 40 years of his life, knowing that God could use somebody that could take a nobody and make him to. Be used of God in a great way, of course. And in the last 40 years, and of Moses' life, he was used, of course, to lead the children of uh, uh, in the Exodus and through the wilderness. Of course, you know the story. But you, Caleb, you may say right now, I'm still young. I'm a youngster. And the Bible says in First Timothy chapter three, uh, the qualifications of a, of a bishop is that it's not a novice, lest being left up in pride, he fall into the condemnation of a devil. But then later on in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Let no man despise thy youth. Be thou an example of a believer in word and conversation, in faith and spirit and charity. And you are uh, an example. And God's, you're going to have some hard times in your life. I know we've had some times. Of course, you talked about your father-in-law. Of course, there was a, a hard time in your life for sure. And you've had some other hard times as, as, as well. Cheer up, though. I want you to know there'll be some more hard times on the way here, of course. And, and uh, it'll happen. But stay faithful. Be thou faithful unto death, God, God will bless you and uh, uh, help you through your hard times. Then, seventhly, Caleb, and this is where your church family comes in, comes in play here, of course. You decide that you are selected by God, you're chosen by God. You're so privileged to be chosen by God, hand-picked to serve Him. You're to be a servant of others. And you might not be a great leader as such, but you can be a great servant leader and serve others with a pure heart. You, can be, you need to be submissive to authority, to the, the pastor in your life, of course, and to be a helper, and as an Aaron and herd to lift up his hands, of course. Then you need to be continually filled with the spirit. You need to keep the singularity of purpose that you're in the, you, God's called you to charge the gates of hell, take the land, and, and be, fight the good fight of the faith. And then you need to endure the seasons of testing and adversity, of course, like Moses, like Joshua and then i want you to notice lastly though a shepherd is you need to be a shepherd of others moses had a flock of church in the wilderness if you want to call it that and joshua had a church of wilderness he had mumblers and complainers not that any of these people ever do that i'm sure they'll never do that of course but joshua had had that problem of course and he was uh, He chided them at the end of of his life. He said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, of course. Be a servant, a shepherd of others, of course. And that regards training others as well as time goes on. And I want to thank you, as a matter of fact, because uh, uh, you didn't know I was going to say this, but uh, we have some fellows at a certain college out there, Bible college out in California. It's not as good as Golden State Baptist College, I'm sure, but it's, you know, it's maybe a close second And some of you. And uh, we have some young people out there at that college, of course, and Caleb, you had a big part in their life. And and uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, I'm going to make the call to a certain somebody, you know who he is, of course. And we're gonna, we've been gone a year and a four months now, or how long it's been, without an assistant pastor, of course. And we're going to call... Justin, of course, and they're gonna offer him an opportunity, of course. I hope he's not watching this online. He'll know what's <laughs> gonna happen. But, but uh, you were a trainer of others. The Bible says, and the things that thou seen and heard of me, 2 Timothy two. 2. The same convinced out of the faithful men who shall look to, to train others also. Of course, so God's called you to be a good soldier of Christ and train others. Keep on training other people for the ministry, the work of the ministry. And I want you to know, Caleb, I end with this, this admonition. God's called you to love the brotherhood, to serve them, to lead lead others—not not a kettle not a driver to drive, but to lead others and lead the way. You lead the charge, if you would please. Teach others, and when you get all done with your life, Luke 17:10. I read it from my devotions this morning. When you've done all that you can do, you say, "I'm an unprofitable servant. I've done that which was my duty to do." So, Caleb, Second Timothy chapter four, verses seven and eight. We need not turn there, but Fight the good fight of faith. Keep the faith. Finish your course. And henceforth there'll be laid up for you a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give unto you, and not to you only, but to all those that love your appearing. And we say, even so, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. Caleb, we love you and we're praying that God will bless you in a wonderful way. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina